This is the Gary V Audio Experience. There's actually no such thing as peace of mind. Peace of no mind. Fair enough. Because when you have mind, there's no peace. So for me, whether it's that context or juxtaposition, whether it's ambition balanced with complacency of happiness and acceptance, I always sleep well and have, and the only times I don't is when I'm anxious. It's not super complicated. And I've had a couple of major things in my life through the years that have made me anxious and I don't sleep as well. It's not super complicated. Mm -hmm. And so um, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think when you were just talking, and this has always been a big thing for me, I love my process. When you were talking being, right? The water, like that's the only thing I've ever done. It's why I've been so specific is the word I would use. Such a bad student when I'm not a dope and I could have easily done it. But I had so much conviction in the passion of my process that I was willing to punt school to work on my skill of observing people and doing entrepreneurship, whether that was baseball cards or reading sports card magazines or reading wine magazines when I got into wine. I've, I've always been so into the process of, I enjoyed and continue to enjoy when I'm underestimated and not paid attention to far more than the alternative. Mm -hmm. I get great pleasure out of the early days of wine library when nobody knew who I was building, building, I'm a builder, yes. building that business. I don't need the accolades. I don't need the attention. I don't need the trophies. I don't need the money. I need my process. And I think that's what you're referring to. And when you're about the process versus what, what the process gives you, I think the relationship changes dramatically. I think that's a different, I mean, me, because following you, I, 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 it's not about the things that you do, it's how you do them for me. Because I'm a studier of people too. So, you know, you're reading a documentary and I know, you know, everything around you, I already know that's your thought process because it's the law of attraction. You are the magnet to that. Um, and then seeing you, the way you do things is you very much lead with the heart. And I understand, yeah, we think with the head and all that type of stuff. The head is in the past. The heart is in the now and the future. And I study you and I see that in every single thing you do because you lead with the heart. Thank you. Because this goes back to gratitude. You know, you can't imagine what that feels like for me, just hearing that. I, I think humility, you know, I think, I'm, I think I'm extremely misunderstood by a lot of people and, it, and I, I, I actually weirdly enjoy it. Not because I'm like evil to myself, because it educates me. It, 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 it's, an, it's a thesis in what I believe, which is communication and context are everything. And so, you know, I think um, my energy, my natural communication energy easily disguises a lot of things I'm up to. So when I hear you say that, you know, I'm flattered by, because I think you have to do a little bit, you have to spend a few seconds on it because I'm not a very easy read, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. Um, and I don't know if that was your experience, what you first felt. Yeah, as, actually, this could be fun for the audience. Do you recall the first time you came across me? Do you have a recollection of what your hot take was? Because, because I do think I, I invoke very opposite reactions the first time someone consumes me. 
you know what it is, is you put the power back to the person asking the question. And I think that's what drew, drew me to you because we are, you know, this is why I do this podcast because, you know, your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, your expectations, your negativity, your positivity, that defines your whole existence. And I, and on a spiritual, practical level, I'm a spiritual, practical guy. You know, my mom was a single parent with five kids. I knew about the hustle. I knew about all that type of stuff. The only difference is the hustling on the street and hustling in business is the same thing. It's just you're communicating differently. Yeah, the emotion and the feeling is still the same. But now I've dropped the notion of how the fuck am I going to get there? And I know it's going to come. Right. And, and what's even more fun, and this is how it's always been for me, is it's going to get, it's going to come as redefined. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when people were listening just now, and I'm getting goosebumps through this interview, which is fun. That means I know we're hitting on something. Success or what's gonna come, legacy or have, it is always the byproduct, but if you can really get to the place of, to your point, believing that truth, well then you get to become the person who defines that truth. You know, I, you know, I, I often say like my ambitions are to be one of the great entrepreneurs of all time and I, I get met by a lot of my friends and definitely by the comments section of social media with incredible amounts of resistance of no around, well, you know, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk and Oprah, are gonna, they're gonna make more money. And I'm like, you've defined the greatest entrepreneur based on money. I've defined for me, the greatest entrepreneur is the one who, A, because I agree at some level, if you're gonna say that, you know, you can't say you're the greatest singer of all time and not have a Grammy or a hit sing. Like there is market dynamics that you have to respect. <laughs> and I respect that. I think I will, be financially successful enough to get into the debate when my career is over, comma, I don't see anyone as passionate of giving free game at scale on a daily basis and really meaning it in the macro and the micro. And I believe that. I don't know what else to tell you. Like, yeah. I'm very busy and my time is extremely valuable. When I do this podcast again, I do it because I like you and I'm cheering for you. And I, and, and I appreciate I'm, I'm being very I'm being very frank. I'm not unaware that there are going to be new people listening that didn't listen the first time. Or maybe I say something a different way and they've come into this not liking me, but they love you. And they're like, wait a minute. You know, I know that. But I also know that a fresh interview with me gives you leverage to get the next guest. Like, I'm aware of that. And so to me, that defines me as a great entrepreneur, somebody who's trying to put other people on in all his activities, whether that's financially, whether that's giving something, you know, I'd rather give you $10,000 in cash for this podcast than be on it for these 45 minutes because I can do more with that money. Like, so sometimes it's money. Sometimes it's time. Sometimes it's a public cosign. I'll give you another thing. Sometimes it's already happened with you, for example. Sometimes it's saying something behind the scenes when someone's debating to do this or not. And, I, and I'm just using you. We've interacted so little. This happens to me times 100,000 yeah. a month. Yep. And I think good intent, karma, caring about others, self-esteem and self-confidence that you can get yours without tearing anyone else down gets you into a place where you wanna build everyone else up. You know what, they, they, they see, I, I see beauty in that. You see, cause the you know was buddha an entrepreneur yes i think so was jesus 
Yes. Any any spiritual leader who, again, as I said, I totally believe that who lead from the heart and you know and then like you said you, you know the accolades thing and all that type of stuff that's 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 acceptance we don't need that you know it's like for example this podcast i do you know an episode with with guests who I, I, who inspire me and then i do an episode with guests who send me like really heartfelt courageous messages mm. about their personal lives about you know i had someone on last week who wanted to move to la told his mom he was moving to la uh, 7 months ago uh, his brother's ODing in the bathroom, like courageous. I, like I couldn't say that at his age to anyone, if even though a bunch of those things happened to me. And I was like, well, would you like to talk about it? And he was like, oh my God, I would love to. And we spoke it down, we broke down. And you know, he, his mum made him feel guilty about him moving, even though he's trying to support her and everything else. And I just had to say, look, until you can actually physically help yourself mentally, you can't really help anyone else. Not, you know, it's the same thing for me. Like I have niggling negative, like I did the 21 day on day six of this meditation of abundance. There's some people who don't have, who don't live in abundance. They live completely shut off and their life is exactly that. And I try and tell them, step out of yourself and study your life. You're exactly where you're supposed to be based on who you are. And accountability. 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 That's what, it, and, and. Accountability think, is the key to the unlock of happiness that nobody wants to use. Yes because they don't like the short-term pain of accountability without realizing the long-term happiness that it brings. Yes. And I think that's what in, uh, uh, made me, you know, listen to you. And it, it was giving that back to the person and them questioning being like, Oh shit. Yes. And then seeing their reaction and seeing this whole shield well, that's right. on their body. That's right. What ends up happening with me because of what I do, it's like a mirror with pressure. And the reason a lot of people don't respond well to me is it's, manifesting someone in them that they're not happy to expose. They don't want me poking at their zit. Yes. Yes. And it's, it, it's funny. Cause I know like, I, I can imagine that your mind is always busy. It's always on to, cause that, that's, that's who you are. Yep. This is your life. Um, I read a book talk, uh, uh, which was about speed and you know, we're all busy. You know, my, my, I was reading my daughter a bedtime story and she was like, again, again. And I was like, baby, I really have to like, <laughs> I, I've got, I've got things to do. I love you, but you need to go to sleep. And then I, I started reading this book. Books come to me like that. It's not really a, me searching. It's kind of they come to me when I need them. And I needed that because the guy wrote the book because it was the exact same situation. And he was like, what am I actually doing that's in a rush? Right. He, it's, it's prioritization and selfless, selfish. I think about that a lot. You know, and, and you have to be okay. You know, I also think you have to be careful not to overjudge yourself. It is okay to be looking at your phone around something you're doing in your life at the expense of your young child who just wants your attention. Now, it's not okay to do that for a sustained period of time where you now have neglect on your child. But I watch parents go the reverse, my friend, where they like beat themselves up for a 40 second lapse. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you? And, and I think it's back to finding that balance because I think you're right. You know, you want to get something on the podcast, prep for a podcast, and you're like, wait a minute, I should sit 16 more minutes with Darling. This is something I'll always remember. Plus, I'm putting deposits in in a relationship I'm going to care much more about than if I did a solid interview with Gary Vee. Yes. I think that's absolutely right. I also try, when we talk about things like this, to bring up the counter like I just did, which is like, and sometimes it's okay to be selfish for your own ambitions and your own process. Find your balance. Make sure you're not consistently doing one and or the other. Yes, absolutely. That's why now I have, I have the nanny in four times a week. 
And during those four, the other three days, I completely dedicate to her. So our evenings, awesome. um, because I understand the power that I have. So, and also now I know that raising my daughter brings me abundance. In, in a sense where I'm my own social experiment. So I've, I haven't, I wouldn't say I've removed myself from, from, from society, but I've removed the distractions, the activity from my life. So that I, everything now is key and I know exactly where it's going. I think it's a super interesting thing. I've, I've said a lot, and I don't know if you've heard this, but it seems like you might have. I talk a lot about living in a cocoon. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you go to the, if you go to search.garyvaynerchuk.com, I have a search engine. If you search cocoon, you'll be stunned how often I say that. And that's what you just said. I believe so much of my happiness has been living in a cocoon, which is wild because I also think I'm an incredibly successful voice of the current. Yeah, you're a people person. I'm a people person. So I know what's going on. I'm not affected by what's going on. I know what's going on on Clubhouse. I know what's going on on VR. I know who's popping in hip hop and in sports and in influencers. I know what's going on in geopolitics. I'm like really awake to so much, but completely detached from. Yes. And that, that, I, that's beautiful. I fucking love I that. I think see, so. You see, um, it's the same thing. Like, a, you know, when you focus on poverty, it brings more poverty. What we need to focus on is the solution to poverty, whether that's education or schools or, or jobs or curriculum or anything. There's so many different things like COVID. I'm not consumed by it. I know that it's going on in the world and everyone who's consumed by it is affected by it. What's my solution to it? I can help people financially. I can, you know, educate them on getting their mind right. I can send them mindful meditations. I can have them, you know, put their mind into thinking about health or better health instead of, you know, because for me, you know, I know, again, I'm practically spiritually, but Illnesses and ma- are, are physical manifestations in the body, which to tell you to stop doing what you're doing emotionally, physically, 100%. environmentally. I believe in that. So, so that's Look, kind of- I believe in math and, and art. I believe yeah. in black and white and gray. I think the Me reason too. people struggle with a lot of what we're talking about here when we go into this realm is because they choose sides. Yeah. Steve Jobs, and I don't know all the details. Do I believe that you can just sit there and will it mentally? Sometimes I really genuinely, like, I don't know what, I'm sorry. I'm on the record. Sometimes I believe the brain can. Do I believe that's always the answer? No, I do not. I think yeah. sometimes math is a good answer. You got to figure out when and how and what. But once we become a culture of and versus or, this is a very big point of mine in general. Something I'm going to be talking about more because I just unveiled it a little bit here with a little more oomph. I say it a lot, but I'm starting to really get it. I'm like, wait a minute. The reason so much works for me is I live in and, and all these people want it to be or. They're so obsessed with it to be one or the other when it is always and. You know, even if you think about our religious divides, our racial divides, our social divides, our country, you know, America has a racist, uh, Europe has an anti-Semitic issue, like, you know, right? Like, it's because of or. Yes. Why can't it be and? I think, I think that my, my perspective of how I live is I don't know shit about anything. And there's Maybe. beauty in that. The old Maybe. me used to fear the unknown. Now I fucking love it. I'm welcoming it with open arm. Bring it because I don't know anything. This is great. And I think it puts you on a level plateau of being. I, like, one of the things that I do worry about, like uh, being transparent, is I get mad when people think I'm egotistical because I'm so conviction oriented. Yeah. Because really, if you ask me, 
what, speak about traits that got you here. I would argue humility is at the top. Humility and patience. Yet, I seem frantic and borderline egotistical on almost every video clip because I'm passionate, conviction, and I'm fast. Mm-hmm. So my human manifestation of communication style is one thing. My actions as a human are completely the opposite. See, I, I don't see that because, but then again, I read but, yeah, you're, you're, and yeah, outside, you're, you know, I, 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 you don't lead with ego. Otherwise you would attract egotistical situations to you. And that's just not who you are. You're uncomfortably thoughtful on this issue, my friend. I mean, I think, but, I think you could, no, no, without, yeah. you know, without you being humble or like me flattering, like, I think you're pretty aware that you come at it a little bit different than the masses. Yeah. Yeah. Luck, luckily, luckily, I think I'm also interesting enough that makes people look a second or third time. And most people are intuitive enough that if they get enough context, they're like, wait a minute, you know, nothing's, I mean, I, and I also probably in a weird way manifest a little bit of the underestimation. I do think I'm extremely attracted to the underdog situation because of all my circumstances. And I sometimes wonder if I a little bit, like for example, you may know this since you consume it, you've got a lot of context. My team is so frustrated that I don't talk about being smart. (laughs) The number one conversation with my inner circle in my content is you don't tell people you're smart. And I rebuttal with, how is that going to bring anyone value? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they have gotten smarter in the rebuttal, which is like, hey, that validation might help you affect more people. And then you start having the game of who do you get? who you don't get like, and you go through that whole thing, but you know, I get it. And I think you're right. But I also know that most people can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think you need to say, I mean, you know, I never went to school. I know you didn't. So my, I, I never believed I was smart because I didn't have the accreditation up until a certain point. And I was like, actually, same. same. You know, what does smart mean? Wait you a have minute. Make you yeah, of course. Wait a minute. Yeah. Why did, why was I, successful both financial and happiness a lot more than almost the rest of my high school combined class you know like you start getting more thoughtful and wisdom oriented you start realizing the framework of life is different you start building on that 